and welcome to Thought for the Day. This is Dr. Richard Getz with you once again as we look into God's Word, the Bible, in order to share our thought for the day. Yesterday, we began our week-long series investigating the theme of freedom through life in Christ from Paul's letter to the church in Colossae. We saw that in chapter 2, beginning with verse 6, Paul addresses the theme of how to experience true and lasting freedom, and that Paul's initial summary answer is that only by remaining rooted and grounded and growing in the knowledge of Christ Jesus, our Savior, and strengthened in our faith relationship with Him, can we experience true and lasting freedom. In today's passage, Paul is going to address something which can deter us or distract us or even derail us on our growing faith journey. So grab your Bible and turn with me to Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, as we listen to this song. What are you turning
of my favorite TV shows growing up years ago was a show called Hogan's Heroes, which was a comedy program about a group of Allied prisoners of war who had been captured by the Germans during World War II. They were held captive in a POW camp in Germany. One reality of warfare is that both sides often end up taking prisoners from among the enemy. One side will capture some of the opponent's soldiers and hold them as prisoners. The Apostle Paul has a similar idea in mind in our text for today, so follow along with me as I read from Colossians 2, verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depend on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. Paul is telling the Colossian Christians to be careful, to be on their guard because they can be captured and taken prisoner, not by an enemy of flesh and blood, but by ideas, by concepts, by certain philosophies. Now, we need to be very careful here. Philosophy itself is not the problem Paul is addressing. Philosophy is simply the love of wisdom, and King Solomon testifies quite strongly in Proverbs that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom, and above all else, get wisdom. So wisdom is a very good thing, highly prized and should be greatly sought after. But we need to be very careful, for not all wisdom is the same. There are many different philosophies and different philosophical schools, but as far as Paul is concerned, the most important distinction is between a philosophy which has Christ at the very center and a philosophy which is based on man's wisdom. In other words, one philosophy starts with God's existence, acknowledges Christ as God in the flesh, and the very wisdom of God. We will examine this in greater detail tomorrow. But the other philosophy, the one Paul describes here, wants to take us captive. Paul calls it hollow and deceptive because it is based solely on human knowledge, human tradition, and the principles of this world. This is the philosophy which we need to watch out for and the one we're going to talk about today. To facilitate our discussion, we will try to answer four questions about this philosophy against which Paul warns us. First, what is it? Second, why is it so captivating? Three, how can we learn to recognize it? And four, how can we break free once we've been taken prisoner by worldly philosophy? So let's take a look at these one at a time. First, what is hollow and deceptive philosophy? Well, if something is empty, then it provides us with nothing, no reward, no benefit. Sometimes athletes will talk about a hollow victory because they didn't get any benefit from it. Hollow philosophy is that which likewise has nothing to offer, no deepening of our understanding, no true meaning or purpose, no explanation for the reality of the way things truly are. But the problem is, most philosophies not based on Christ do claim to provide understanding, meaning, purpose, and ex explanations about reality. Paul asserts that precisely because they are not based on Christ, but instead are based on human traditions and principles of this world, they can't. And because they promise but don't deliver, they claim to offer true knowledge but don't. They deceive us. When we believe these hollow and deceptive, these false philosophies, we are no longer free, but held prisoner. And one of the easiest ways to surrender our freedom is to be taken captive by a false philosophy. But if they're so wrong and so bad, how can they be so deceptive? How come we don't recognize them for what they are? In answer to our second question, these hollow philosophies are so deceptive and captivating because they tell us essentially what we want to hear. They tell us what doesn't offend us. Let me give you some contemporary examples. One of the most widespread, popular, and influential philosophies today is called postmodernism. Postmodernism is essentially the belief that we can't get our meaning from objective truth because objective truth no longer exists, and we must find our meaning through the stories or narratives we tell. This places a premium on language as what gives us meaning and purpose, or even still, the way we use language to create our own meaning. 
And one of the first implications of this philosophy is that all meaning and all ethics are subjective and relative, only important and meaningful for those telling that particular moral story. Thus, your view of morality becomes literally anything you want it to be because there are no longer any objective moral standards. The concept of right and wrong still exists, but everyone is free to determine right or wrong for themselves based on their own story and the choices they've made. The attraction of postmodernism should be immediately apparent. Postmodernism allows me to do just about anything I want. If I want to be sexually promiscuous, that is my moral story. If I want to live the party lifestyle, that is my moral story. And I can do that. If I want to lie and cheat to get ahead at work, that too is my story. Postmodernism is so captivating and attractive because it allows us to do almost anything we want. We are supposedly, according to postmodernism, free to do whatever we want and define ourselves however we want. This is a seriously attractive and enticing message today, one which has saturated our media, in our movies, our music, and our television shows. But ultimately, this postmodern message that we can make up our own moral rules is, as Paul declares, hollow and deceptive. Total subjective moral freedom doesn't make us happy or fulfill us. It simply makes us a slave to that freedom, to experimentation and to the peer pressure to do what everyone else is doing. And eventually, when everyone in society is simply doing whatever they want, it will lead to a societal decline and breakdown. Much of North America and Europe is today in the midst of just such a societal decline due to their open embracement of this hollow and deceptive philosophy called postmodernism. So how do we recognize it and free, be free from it? Well, we need to leave much of this answer until tomorrow when we address what then is good, God-honoring, and uplifting philosophy which leads to human flourishing. But for now, we can simply say with Paul at the end of verse 8, rather than on Christ. Any philosophy which does not acknowledge that truth exists and that Jesus Christ is God's truth for mankind, while it may contain some kernels of truth, it is ultimately hollow because not founded on and not acknowledging Christ. Only by getting to know Christ more and more will we recognize when a philosophy is not based on Christ. The more we know about who Christ is and what he's done for us, the better we will be able to recognize when a hollow and deceptive philosophy has invaded our attention and clamors for acceptance. It is our knowledge of Christ which will empower us to discern when a philosophy is based on principles of this world and human understanding. Friends, has your freedom been eclipsed and your mind been taken captive by postmodernism? Have you indulged yourself in an abundance of contemporary music and movies and television shows which are of a non-Christian nature? If you have, you have been influenced by postmodernism because virtually all the shows, movies, and pop music today espouses some form of postmodern philosophy or belief. And I'd like you to seriously think about your media viewing and listening habits, including YouTube and the internet, and how this may be taking you captive while we listen to this gospel-oriented song. He became sin Who knew no sin That we might become His righteousness He humbled Himself And carried the cross Love so
blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel, the rescue for sinners, the ransom from heaven, Jesus Messiah. For some of us who have been overindulging in postmodern-influenced media, we need a complete separation, a complete withdrawal from that media. Now, I know that sounds harsh and maybe even impossible, but if you recognize that postmodernism has taken you captive, you need to break free. And the only way to do that is to remove the postmodern influences, which means to remove the media sources from your life. For others, those who only occasionally partake of contemporary media, Rather than remove them completely, we simply need to be more discerning about the programs we watch and the music we listen to. Anytime you hear a lyric or dialogue or watch a scene which portrays values which are not God-honoring or biblical, you can be pretty sure that the show or movie or music comes from a postmodern philosophical perspective, which is hollow and deceptive and will not lead to freedom, but merely to captivity and slavery to the very pleasures we find so appealing. Postmodern morality is a trap because it promises freedom but delivers captivity and slavery. And we need Christ to set us truly free, which we will address on tomorrow's program. Would you pray with me? Dear Jesus, thank you for opening our eyes today to the truth that the ideas and philosophies which are based on human tradition and principles of this world don't ultimately satisfy or set us free, but instead they enslave and hold us captive. Help us to be sensitive to the whispering of your Holy Spirit who leads us in the way of truth, the way of life, and may even now be speaking to us about how much media we uncritically ingest. Give us wisdom and discernment to recognize the philosophy behind so much of today's media and pop culture. And give us the strength to turn away or turn the program off or not go to the movie if the message comes from a hollow and deceptive worldly philosophy. Help us to base our morals and our values on you, Jesus, and from the teachings in your word. And help us to want to live a life truly free from the destructive ideas and philosophies of so much of the world today. Help us to see more of you, Jesus, and less of the world, so that we can be free, truly free indeed. Amen. Well, friends, I've enjoyed our time together today. I will be back again tomorrow when we investigate what is the basis of true philosophy, the basis of a God-honoring and fulfilling life, from our study in the second chapter of Paul's letter to the Colossians. I look forward to being with you then, and until then, goodbye and God bless. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Center Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events, and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace, and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.